Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Pastor B's Kitchen Table. This is the kitchen table where we break it up, chop it up, break it down, and put it back together again. I told you every week we'll be sitting right here and dealing with the issue of relationships because if anything needs to be tempered and tapered and handled in certain relationships, we call it the kitchen table because the kitchen table, as I said in my family, was a place we broke everything down. We didn't talk about serious issues in the garage or on the sofa or in the restroom. No, we went to the kitchen table. Everything got real when we came to the kitchen table. So today we're here at the kitchen table, but I'm not by myself. We've got a great man of God. We've got a pastor here. We've got a reverend here, a Reverend Damon Wilkins here, and he's joining us today because we got a hot, hot topic. Uh, we got a topic we're dealing with today that's about dating. We're going to be doing this in two parts, and I know that that kind of brings up so many things in your mind, so I'm talking about dating, but uh, Mr. Damon Wilkins here is going to lead us through, we're going to talk about it, and I want you to hear it uh, right out the horse's mouth, if you will. Uh, so, Brother Damon, first, first, first tell me a bit about you, tell me tell where you are, where you, where you minister at and all that. Uh, I'm the, uh, now I'm, uh, well, first I'm a young adult minister at the Great Tabernacle Baptist Church with Pastor Bergs. And I'm also, uh, right now, kind of charged the pulpit at my home church at uh, Pilgrim Rest Baptist Church uh, here on the southwest side in, in uh, Houston. Amen, amen. And as you can see, we got a young brother here. we got a young brother sitting here, a man of God, a minister, uh, and intentionally did that because so many times it feel like that there's such a, a great abundance of women and men don't ever talk about this subject. So today we're going to talk about this subject as it relates to dating. So the first thing I want to say, Mr. Wilkins, is this. Uh, what is dating? I think dating is a uh, um, man and a woman. Uh, I think getting to know one another, uh, the ins and outs of the person, mm -hmm. uh, getting to know uh, what different quirks, mm -hmm. uh, the positive, the negative, the highs and lows, mm -hmm. trying to understand the person. I believe that's what dating is. Okay, okay, okay. Now, with you ministering to young adults, Obviously, you run across this a whole lot, and folks trying to get into dating and, and just the emotional, just a roller coaster. Because in, in the culture we live in now, um, everything is called dating, and, it, and it's kind of like no rules, no restriction. Whatever you want to do, if you feel it, do it. You know that, that old that old song, "It's your thing, uh, do what you want to do." I can't tell you who to sock it to. That applies to dating today, even among church folks, and that's why it's so important. And yet, it's caused so much pain and so much anguish and so much bitterness, really, when you start talking about dating, because we, we, we haven't had the real rules of engagement. Right. No one sat down at the kitchen table and taught folks how to date. They just kind of just picked it up as they went. Mm -hmm. uh, and so, and so, so what are you telling people, and, and then your own experience in terms of uh, how are you trying to navigate these young brothers and so forth, and these young sisters as it comes to the issue of dating? I tell them, uh, personally, um, that you know, if you're going to date, let uh, that the other person should should number one be a Christian. Mm. Okay. Uh, faith is important, and uh, if you are a Christian, then your Christianity is first and foremost. Uh, so the person must be a Christian. Hold on, Reverend. So, so you're saying the first thing out the gate that if you're gonna date, if you're gonna be in this and learning and hanging out and being together and sharing hearts and emotions, they gotta be a Christian. Have to be. I mean, that's one of those uh, you can't you can't waver on that. Right, right. He or she has to be a Christian. Has to be a Christian. But I ain't trying to marry him. I just want to have a little fun with him. 
Uh, and then, well, that leads into another. If, if you know, what are your intentions? Okay. Okay. Uh, intentions, I think, are another one. Uh, you know, you should. I think there's a catch twenty two, a balance. You know, you see a person, um, you interest interested in them. Now that determines what age. You know, young. Some. You know. Do you have a desire to to be married? Okay. Uh, could this lead to marriage, uh -huh. or could this person just be a good friend? Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. And so I think it's a lot. That depends on where the person is, uh, emotionally, spiritually, uh, and on a material level. Okay. Uh, you know, if you're at Southern, and uh, they, I went to Southern, you know, and. I mean, you do have that college, you know, that different world type of thing yeah. with the guild where, you know, you see this person, I'm, I'm going to marry this person. Yeah. And so, but that thing, that depends upon the person. Uh, I, I think you should, a person should be careful um, seeing every person as a marriage per, a potential. You've dated two or three people and every person is a marriage person. Then you may need to step back yeah. and yeah. see what your motives uh -huh. of for being married. Yeah. Uh, I think there are steps to it. I think that you should go in cautiously uh -huh. and again learn the person. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Learn, learn the person. Learn the person. Of course, again, Christ Christianity is one. Is the person is if the person is a Christian, yeah. then proceed. And the person is not a Christian, then don't proceed. Uh -huh. uh, because nine times out of ten, that person will persuade you more than you will, will persuade that person. And so, then learning the person, uh, you know, family yeah. plays a lot. Yeah. Of, yeah. Know, the background. Not only does that person, but the person's family. Uh, the person could be a Christian, but may come out of Muslim background or yeah. Jehovah's Witness mm -hmm. background. Mm -hmm. uh, is a person strong in their faith? Can you teach them something? Can they teach you something? Mm -hmm. uh, what boundaries have you all set? Or you're going to abstain? Or so I think all of those play, mm -hmm. and I think uh, you know uh, I have to be cautious because when you come in and say, uh, you know, every person I date, I'm going to marry. Uh, yeah, 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 that can that can. Uh, I think that's kind of dangerous on that. Okay. You, you know, you, you said a whole, whole lot. Let me see if I can just kind of uh, break down a little bit what you mm -hmm. said. You know, there's an old uh, a phrase I heard. Uh, it's, it's called flirt to convert. Mm -hmm. It's the idea of being is that uh, you're with somebody who's not a Christian, mm -hmm. but you like them. And they may have money, they may be fine, may be intelligent, they may have their own place. Now, I know they ain't saved, but I'm going to flirt with them. And uh, hopefully that through, my, through them being with me, they can come to the Lord. And they come to the Lord, then I got two for one. I got them saved and I got a spouse. Yeah. And that whole flirt to convert. And, and what you're saying is that if, if that person not saved, not born again, yeah. we don't even go down that road of trying to do missionary dating. Right. I'm trying to win you to the Lord. So, so that, that that don't even exist. No, no, I don't. I don't get this because, uh, you know, that missionary friend. I mean, that's not a guarantee. Right, 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 right. That's that's that, that's a fifty-fifty, or I should say, like maybe like a sixty-forty. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you 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 you're taking a huge gamble because again, Christ is not at the bottom right. or the foundation of the center of even a friendship. Right, right, right. And before you get to the marriage, you, there must be some type of friendship established. Uh, that can build on, and if you desire marriage, then it can direct it. But there must be some type of even friendship established mm, mm. Be before you want to go and proceed to marry. You need a friend. I mean, you yeah. need to see the person angry. Yeah. You need to see them sad. I, I, I think you ought to see them in all emotions. You ought yeah. to see the person it's good. sad. It's good. All emotions. You, you ought to see them happy. You ought to see them very angry. Yeah. Yeah. You ought to see them 
you know, if they hold, if they won't talk or if they clam up. Yeah. So you, you need to see all, and I think we live in the world, in the world where we, you know, we microwave this, microwave yeah. this, yeah. and then we put that on the relationships. Yeah. We want her to quit, you know. Yeah. I met her, I met him or her, you know, in January, and the Lord, I done prayed, <laughs> and then March, yeah. uh, the yeah. Lord has showed me this is my, uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm going I'm I'm to tell you to go back and pray again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Make sure you heard again. Yeah. 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 Make sure. Yeah. Remember, you said, so you said something about make sure it's got boundaries. Yeah. What are some boundaries that, that you recommend? I think some boundaries are uh, physical attraction comes. Right. Um, I think you ought to be in, in meet in public as much as you can. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. You know, be careful of those times when you are alone together. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Cause you can say one thing. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, but, yeah. But but you know, uh, but when you get caught up in the moment. Yeah, yeah. And you can say, well, I'm gonna stop. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but if you're human. Yeah, yeah. That's all what you're gonna about to say. You're just gonna say. And, <laughs> and, and so you find yourself, you know, going somewhere that you may right. not have intended. Right. And that was set because, and that happened because you all did not set any. Any boundaries, you right, know, yeah. all that. I'm strong, yeah. and, and we don't. Well, no, no yeah, you're yeah. like human. Yeah. And so, you know, you ain't Jesus, so you yeah. need boundaries. You need boundaries, right? right, so, right. You know, and so you have to set those boundaries and talk about it. And if you are really care for one another, yeah. uh, uh, you all respect one another. Right. Then, yeah, you, you you need you need boundaries for it to be healthy, for it to be spiritual. You you need yeah, you need. You, you know, it's been said, especially you talk about college and even even in churches now, um, you've got so many women and you've got so many eligible men. Uh, like, like like yourself, you're not being married, young brother. You know, you're educated, you work on your PhD, you're in ministry, you know, you got your own car, you got, you got, you know, you, you, you got, you got the whole, the whole picture, you, you got it uh, from, from their perspective. So what are you telling the brothers about how to handle it, them being in such high demand? What are you telling the brothers to do uh, with this idea? I'm telling the brothers, you know, number one, know who you are in Christ. Okay. Uh, have a self-identity for the man and the woman in Christ. But more for the brother, you need to know who you are in Christ. Outside of Christ, you, are, you have a false identity. Mm -hmm. In Christ, you do have an identity. And, and then after that, you, you, you know, what do you want as a man? Yeah. Yeah. What are your goals in yeah. life? What do you want to pursue? What do you, what is your ultimate goal? Uh, and then after that, uh, do you see a woman in your future? Uh, how do you view women? Yeah, mm, good, good, good. Do you view them as Christ did? Do you have a godly view of women, or do you have a hip hop view of women, or do you have, uh, a, you know, R and B culture? Do you have a, you know, a R Kelly view of women? Or, yeah, yeah. Or yeah. you know, Drake view of women. So yeah. what is your view of women? Do you view them high or do you view them or do you view them as sex objects? Yeah. Yeah. Do you yeah. just view them as 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 somebody you just, you just tell what to do. So how do you view women? Yeah. 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 Um that's that's I think that's you know that's why I say how do you view women and you should have a godly view. If you're Christian you should have a godly view right, of women. Right, right. Hold them in high esteem. They are right. a help meet uh, their co-creation, right. um, uh, made in the image of God, right. uh, and so that's what I tell them. And then, and then from that, mm -hmm. you know, uh, do you have a desire to be married? Mm -hmm. um, um, I tell you know, at 42, um, I tell guys, you know, make sure, mm -hmm. pray, right. and but what do you want, you know? And and there's a danger 
being so many men, and only women, it's, it's a danger for men to use women. Mm, mm. Talk about that, really. yeah. yeah. You know, there's a danger uh, for men to use women because there are so less of us and so mm -hmm. many of mm -hmm. them. And, 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 and some, sadly, there's always a hurting woman yeah, or a yeah, woman that's come yeah, out of something. Yeah. And if she hook up with the wrong guy, yeah, yeah. and he's a, a manipulator, right. then he can manipulate her worse than the former guy, and then she, it just breaks her down. Yeah, so yeah. guys have to be careful because God has created us to lead, and we have to be careful that even Christian guys, that you don't uh, manipulate women, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, use women or anything, right. keep them in the God view that God is. God did me. I always talk, I always talk to men who are who are um, contemplating getting married and they're dating. I always tell them about the importance of functioning their role, even in a dating relationship. In counseling, so many married couples, one thing I see is that a lot of the the, the problems uh, can be tied back to the dating relationship. Mm -hmm. They cheated or they cut corners in their dating relationship and they planted some seeds and now they got married and now here's the fruit. And they don't like the fruit. They don't like the harvest of what comes forth. And like you say that a guy, although he may be in high demand and he may check all the boxes and stuff like that, uh, she's not meant to be his mama. She's not meant to take care of him. He needs to be able to be independent. He needs to be able to, to lead, to love the Lord, just, just like Adam before, before Eve even came on the scene. Adam was with God, walking with God, enjoying God. He needs to be with God, first of all, and understand who he is, uh, and not try to leech off her credit, try to leech off, you know, her, you know, here she is going to work, and he riding around her car, you know, uh, with his girlfriend, and all that kind of crazy. It's important that a man be a man. Uh, even in the dating relationship uh, before you ever hook up. And so that's, that's the word for the sisters. Uh, don't be his mama. Yeah. Uh, don't, as, 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 as the preacher said, don't be his hip-hop woman. Uh, be a woman who God meant for you to be. And if he doesn't treat you like that when you're dating, all likelihood he has no incentive to treat you like that when you get married. So that, yeah. that is important that, that you're going to do. Now, now, tell me this. The Bible talks about 1 Corinthians 7 that those persons who are unmarried uh, have more time for the things of the Lord. Uh, how are you showing that? Because, because some people hear that as if to say, well, you know, that means that, in fact, I've been disqualified from ever getting married, so I guess I'll just serve the Lord. I'll just, I'll just, I'll just give my best to the Lord because nobody else wants me. But then what does that really mean about they got more time to serve the Lord? Yeah, I think it means, it, it, I, I don't think Paul says, uses that in a negative connotation mm -hmm. at all. I think it looks at it in a positive light that at this time, if if you are single, you have more time to uh, devote to the Lord and to his kingdom causes. Now, that's not a cop-out for not seeking companionship or marriage. Good, good, good. No, no, Paul is not using that as a negative connotation. He's using it as a positive. In, in, in like, singleness, if, if, like, you are single, my person, I, I am single at this time, and so I find myself having more time to devote to the Lord, uh, and, and trying to study, yeah. uh, but time seemed like it's locked down on that time, you know. Uh, but the Paul doesn't use that as a negative. Right. Uh, I think it's as a positive if you're a single man, single woman. Uh, 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 know how to serve God in your singleness before mm. you can serve God in a married position. Mm. You, you, you have to know who you are single before you can know who you are married. Mm. And so having time for the Lord, uh, I would, a desire, I would love to be married. Uh, even at 42, I would, uh, but I'm not jumping in just to jump in. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm single, you know, now, and then some churches, you know, they do require or they want the preacher to be married. Right. And I think that's a, 
I think that's a misinterpretation mm -hmm. of, 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 of Timothy, if I stop another time. Right. But, um, but I, I don't think you should rush uh, or look at it in a negative sense. Right. Right. Uh, if you're single, you do have more time to devote the ministry of prayer, but that should not be a, uh, a excuse right. um, not to seek if you desire to be married. Uh, that God will send that person. So that's it. Paul doesn't say that. In a, that's that's not a negative. Thing. That's just right. a positive. He's just right. saying, yeah. you know, those who are single, you have more time to divorce. Divorce the thing, Lord. Lord. you ain't got to go home and check on nobody, uh, anything like that. You, 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 he said your interests are no longer divided. Right. You know, you can just solely be focused. Which you say it's a positive thing. It is a positive thing. It's, it's not a negative it, thing. It's, 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 it's you know, it's it's a positive thing. Right. Um, uh, Tavis, if a guy is called as as like a single pastor, for uh, uh, example, he doesn't have the responsibilities of a wife. He doesn't have the responsibilities of children. Yeah. So he yeah. can devote things to the Lord, but he has to yeah. be balanced because he needs me time. He can't. Yeah. Uh, he can't substitute the church for a person. Yeah. 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 So yeah. that comes into another thing. So again, the balance. Um, um, uh, so 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 in being single, um, you do have more time to vote, but that's not a cop out, not uh, to. Right. Or feel some pity part, and nobody wants me. The Lord, the Lord wanted you all, all like your life. So. Yeah, 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 so, yeah. yeah. So, you know. You always know that the Lord yeah. wants you. And you see, so many times is, is that uh, people consider themselves uh, unlovable uh, because they haven't really grasped the total how much God loves them in Jesus Christ. Uh, so that whole deficit uh, they have within themselves can never be filled by another person. Uh, never pure the way Christ loves us. What about the stereotype? So many times the stereotype is that if you're a woman, and you said you're 42, and if you're a woman, you're, you're aging, you're, you're past your 20s and going to your 30s, and, and lo and behold, you're into your 40s and 50s, uh, the perception is that now you're an old maid, uh, you bitter, you ran everybody off, you're toxic or whatever like that. And if you're a man like that, they figure well, you must be gay. So, so, so tell me about yeah, stereotypes. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and uh, stereotypes, you know, culture puts a whole lot of pressure on people. Mm -hmm. And those are, as you, you know, stereotypes, you know, those are cultural. Right. Uh, those are, you know, in our Western culture, uh, that's where we mold people in, you know. And, and even at 42, you know, I've been called gay, mm -hmm. uh, which Lord knows I'm not. Yeah. Uh, uh, I've been called that. Uh, but I know who, who I am, right. and so that's just cultural pressing. Or an older woman, 30, 42, something must be wrong with her. She's crazy, she's dumb, you know, she got attitude, and so she finds herself being squeezed. And I say break out of that. If you know who, who you are in Christ, then you don't allow the culture to yeah. squeeze you into it more or define who you yeah. are. Yeah. And even at 42, I say, you know, if I don't get married in a couple of years, I, I, I'll, I'll adopt. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, that's not the average. You know, you don't hear any black men adopting yeah, yeah. As, as, as much. And I would say for one, yeah, our biological clocks certainly are ticking. Right. Uh, but don't even allow that to feel, to pressure you to jump into a relationship or marriage right. that God has not already, mm. God has mm. not intended, just because you're feeling the pressure of time. Right, right, right. Because right. we serve a God of time. Right. Right. And uh, he'll, he'll rejuvenate your youth, he'll rejuvenate your strength. But a lot of women, a lot of black, are feeling t pressured by time. time. Yeah. And I would say, uh, don't feel that pressure. Right. I, I know you see your friends getting married, everybody's having children, but everything that that that, that look good ain't good. Ain't good. Yeah. And yeah. then they'll yeah. they'll put that false yeah. persona right. Right. around your girl. I don't find a man, and they're living hell. You know, it's it's right. hellish in like right. the household right. because she was trying to beat the clock, or he was trying to beat the time. Trying to beat time, beat time. So, so what about uh, simulation? In other words, um, 
I'm not married. I'm, I'm dating somebody. I like them. They like me, but I don't know. Uh, we do some stuff together, but I just figured that I want to really find out what it's like. So we just kind of moved in together. So, so we all just live together, and in living together, I want to find out the sex is good because the sex ain't good. I don't want to marry and be married and some bad sex. And I want to see how they behave once we just kind of live together. You know, whether whether or not they leave the toilet seat up or down. So we just we just more or less just kind of. Making a, a next level commitment. We haven't made total commitment yet, but we're kind of moving down that commitment path. What do you say to that person? I would say, uh, uh, what guidelines are you following? Are you, are you following your emotional guidelines or values, or are you following your Christian guidelines? Yeah, yeah. You know, who, what, what, what are you being led by, the flesh or the spirit? You know, is that flesh talk or spirit talk? Mm, mm, mm. You know, sounds to me that's more flesh yeah, than, yeah. The, than the spirit. Yeah. I, it sounds like you're yielding more to the flesh than you are to the spirit. Yeah. Uh, that doesn't sound like spirit talk. Yeah, yeah. And so if you're gonna if you're gonna move by the flesh talk, you, then you will get the flesh result. Results. Yeah, yeah. But if you move by the spirit talk. Yeah, you yeah. Get the spirit. That's good. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, I, yeah. We want to move in. You know, I, you, you know, you, you know. I want to try the salad before I buy it. Yeah. Uh, but there are consequences to trying the salad yeah, before you yeah, buy it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it could kill you. Yeah. You know, it could make you sick. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but if you do it God's way, no, no, we're not going to move in. I, I know you want to move yeah. in. I know you're not. We probably have already had sex, but let's not do it anymore. Let, yeah, let's not yeah, because yeah. because that's kind of messing with your mind and my mind. Yeah. Let, let, let's have clear headedness. And if we move in mm -hmm. together, then we're going to be. Then that's going to cloud us. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And, and and so let's 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 move out again. Christian, Christian. Yeah. And somebody got to talk uh, sensible out of one of the two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, yeah. Both can't talk crazy. Yeah. One has to talk sensible yeah. out of the other. So there needs to be a level-headed level. Even though Christian, the Christian may want, well, I think it's good, and we can move in, and we don't have to do anything. You're crazy. You're going to do something. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That's right. That's right. That's right. And so, that's right. And so, so you know, yeah. flesh talk, and that's fleshly talking. So yeah. you need to let this yield to the Spirit, and the yeah. Spirit won't allow you to make that type of that's decision true. and put yourself in the compromise. That's, that's flesh talking. ain't spirit talking. Proverbs talk about can a man take fire to the yeah. bosom and not be consumed? Can he walk on hot coals and not be burned? The answer, no. When that ball start rolling, yeah. it's rolling. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. going to reach its destination. Yeah. Reverend, last thing. Mm -hmm. um, there are people who are watching us right now mm -hmm. and they're, they love the Lord. They're unmarried. Uh, they're trying to play by all the rules and do it right, uh, but they're tired of waiting. Uh, they've been told to serve. They've been told to pray. They've been told to stay holy. Uh, they've been told that, hey, God knows where you are, but they're tired of waiting. What would you say to the people right now who uh, that's where they are? Um, the scripture says, wait on the Lord and be of good courage, and he'll strengthen thy heart. You, you, you may be waiting. Um, if you're feeling that way, uh, you're waiting in your own strength. Hmm. Hmm. And waiting in your own strength, you will get tired. Yeah. You will get weary. You will get worn. Uh, everybody else is, is happening for them. It's not happening for, uh, for you. Pressure and what you're seeing happening for others is not happening for you. You're desiring, you're desiring, but it hasn't happened. I would say continue to be encouraged to wait on the Lord as I am waiting on the Lord. Hmm. Uh, does it get tired to me? Yes. Have my friends got me? Yes, it has. Yes, they have. They've done everything. Else. But yet I'm yet waiting on the Lord because you want to work in his time. You want to wait on his time. His timing is the best timing. Now, his timing is not always our timing, and his timing can take long. 
but when it happens, it happens. If it's the will of God for your life. And again, seeking God's will for your life. Everybody's not meant, and this is everybody's not meant to be married. Yeah. Everybody's not meant to be single. Yeah. In that you have to seek God's will. What is your desire? He'll give us the, the desires of our heart if we're in line with his will. So everything again goes back to his his will for your life, for your life. And if that is desire and you seek him, I believe God will certainly grant that. But I would encourage you to wait. Uh, don't feel the pressure of this culture. Uh, God uh, has someone, if it's specially designed for you, he may not be 6'2", and she may not be 135 pounds uh, with a slim waist and long hair. And so don't, 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 don't get caught up, caught up in the externals. Uh, because uh, all of this is wearing off and wearing down thin. And you want somebody that has a good heart, that loves the Lord, and that certainly uh, will love you. Because when it's all over and you get 70 and 80 years old, you can't do what you used to do when you're in your 30s and your 40s. You want somebody who will be there because yeah. of the love of God. Yeah. Amen, 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 amen. Well, once again, here we are at the kitchen table. I want you to take this message and call your mama, call your daddy, call your peeps, call your nims, all the nims in your family, and let them know about what's happening right here at Pastor B's kitchen table. Let them know that today you learned something, you heard something. Today you got free. And I want to just let them know that Minister Wilkins was here, and he brought the word of God. He encouraged your heart. A man is right where you are. Not some old married, old-timer like myself, but a man is right there where you are. And said the same God that keeps him can also keep you. May God bless you. May God keep you. May God use you. And I'll see you next week right here at the kitchen table. God bless you.